0: Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 243. Today, I want to be teaching you a really important distinction. It's understanding the difference between prospecting and marketing. I think this is going to be an episode that a lot of you are going to really need to hear because I'm going to make the argument that that many of you have been relying too heavily on the marketing side of things to grow your business. And that's one of the reasons why you're feeling stuck. See, at its core, here's the thing. Marketing is passive. Putting content out on social media to attract leads to you, the whole attraction marketing, curiosity marketing movement It's passive. Now, it's important, but that alone is not enough to build a business. See, marketing without the other piece of the puzzle, prospecting, which is you proactively reaching out, starting conversations every day through messenger and DMs, having these one on one personal interactions. If you're doing too much marketing and not enough prospecting, that may be the reason why you're struggling. And so, I had someone in one of our programs mention to me, she's, you know, she said to me, Bob, I'm I'm working my business every day and I'm not seeing results. And when I started asking her questions, her idea of working her business was just posting about it on social media. And although that is a good first step, right? Promoting what you have, creating curiosity, what she was missing was the other piece. So I want to talk about how these two things fit together. And I want to help you figure out as part of the reason why you're struggling, because maybe you're spending too much time on. Marketing and not enough time on prospecting. So stick around. But before we get into that, I want to just a couple of quick things here. First off, I want to give a shout out to our review of the week. Uh, As always, thanks so much to all of you that have taken the time to leave a rating and review for the show. I do read each and every one of them. uh, So thank you if you've done that. But today's review of the week comes from Kimberly D. Kimberly shares I'm so grateful for you and your crew. You've helped me see what my fear is. Now it makes it easier to learn who I am. Does this still come to play? Yes. So each day is progress, not perfection. I'm refusing to give up. You all help realize I'm worthy and I feel it most days. On the days I struggle, you bring me up. On my days I feel so confident after listening to you. Thank you for sharing your blessings. So Kimberly, I love that mindset and I love that attitude. And thank you so much for being a supporter and a listener of the show. And uh, second here, I want to give a shout out to our student of the week. We haven't done this in a couple of weeks, but super proud of our students inside of our Legacy Leadership Academy and our Next Level Leadership Program. This week's student of the week comes from Next Level. It's Lacey Christensen. And Lacey posted in our group, she said, I wanted to share a win because I'm so blown away. I started my first WHAM. For those of you who don't know, that's a weekly accountability meeting. Almost two weeks ago. I created three different groups of them, and between the three groups, get this, they are over half of my team's recruits for the month. Wow. Girls that are in there that haven't recruited in over a year are bringing in new team members right and left. It is incredible how it's working. No doubt this isn't a coincidence. Thank you so much for the idea, Bob. I'm so excited to keep implementing things I am learning by being a part of the program. Well, Lacey, that makes me so happy to hear that. But I have to say I'm not surprised. WAMs are, without a doubt, one of the most important things you'll ever do in your business to grow your team. And as most of you know, um, or if you don't know, whams are one of the first things that we teach in our Next Level Leadership program. I know I've had many of you reach out to me inquiring about that. We've talked about whams before. But here's the thing. you got to be a member of Next Level to get that training and coaching and support. But that may change at some point in the not-too-distant future. I'll just leave it at that. We've had so many people. There's very few things we do strategy-wise that we get more requests for than, Bob, I need to learn about whams. We may actually do a training on WAMs that you might be able to take apart. And uh, we'll just, like I said, we'll leave it at that for right now. Not ready to make any announcements. But eh, sometime, like I said, in the not-too-distant future, you might have a chance to learn them so you could implement them in your business. All right, let's go ahead and let's get into the episode of today. So I want to really talk about the difference between prospecting and marketing. As I mentioned to you, I had one of our students in one of our coaching sessions. She, she basically said, Bob, look, I'm, I'm relatively new to my business. I'm, I'm doing everything I've been taught. I'm working my business every day, and I'm just not seeing results. So my question to her is, well, what does working your business mean? And what she really went on to tell me was, look, I'm posting on social media every day. And I wasn't, you know, I'm not spamming people about my products. I'm doing it the right way. I'm trying to create content that entertains and adds value. And, and, you know, so she was doing that part right. But when I started asking her questions, what I figured out was the big issue was two things. Number one. She wasn't doing enough prospecting, so she wasn't using her marketing to create opportunities for her to proactively reach out and start conversations with people. And because of that, she was spending way too much time on marketing. And, you know, I see this happen a lot in this profession. I jokingly like to refer to it as the post and pray method of building your business. You've heard me talk about that before, where we hold the false belief because maybe somebody tells us at one point that you can just show up and post on social media and post your way away to a successful business. And here's the truth of it that ain't going to happen for most of you. 99% 99% of you, that is not going to build a business for you. Now, it might make you some money. You might be able to get some uh, customers and recruits, and maybe your ego will be fluffed up a little bit because people will be telling you how great you are, but that's not going to build you a business. See, for most of you, do you have to market yourself? Yes. Is social media an important tool for you helping create awareness around what you do and, and adding value to your existing contacts? Absolutely. Absolutely but it's it's in my mind for most of you it's meaningless and it's it's not worth nearly as much as it could be if you're unless you're using your marketing to drive your prospecting. So what's the thing that we teach people? What what's the whole purpose of marketing? The whole purpose of putting a piece of content out into the world is to get somebody to take an action to engage or interact with the content, whether that's a like, Or a comment or even a share, which is really the holy grail of of engagement, right? I mean, if somebody thinks something that you put out into the world is so valuable that they share it with someone else, like that is the hottest lead you'll ever have in your business. But here's the thing. You can't expect that these people are just magically going to start messaging you and say, hey, you're so amazing. Where can I buy your stuff? It ain't going to work that way. See, here's the thing. Marketing exists only to create opportunities to prospect. And where a lot of you are going wrong is you're not spending enough time prospecting. Look, you got to be proactive when you're building a business. You realize your business will not build itself. You every day have to show up with intention and a plan and go out there and make things happen. If you sit there and wait for them to come to you, you'll never really get to where you want to go. So the way that I think of it is like this. We're putting content out into the world. Now, that can't be the majority of the time that we spend. Like, a lot of you need to take an inventory of how much time you're spending creating content and marketing versus how much time are you spending actually prospecting, having one-on-one conversations, starting conversations, meaningful conversations with people that could lead to you offering your products and or business. And I bet if you did an audit of your time, there's such a small amount of time that you're doing the other thing. See, I want you to stop waiting for it to happen, and I want you to go make it happen. Because here's the truth of it. A business is built on -on one-on-one meaningful conversations, and sometimes they're not going to happen on their own. You got to go make them happen, right? We talk about trying to be a paid problem solver instead of a salesperson, and that means interacting with people in a personal way, asking questions to find out, are they struggling with something in their life that you can help solve through your product and or business? Not everybody even knows they have a problem. Sometimes it's asking questions to help them identify the problem that they have and making the connection that you might have an answer for them. But look, that's not always just going to happen through your content. Your content can create an awareness and it can plant a seed because that's what marketing does. This is a great analogy. Making someone aware of what you do is like planting a seed in them. But the way that we water the seed is through actively having one-on-one conversations. Marketing plant seeds, one-on-one conversations water them because that's us tailoring the conversation to that person. Prospecting is a very personal individual thing prospecting is different for everybody because everybody has different circumstances and situations in their lives. They've got different stories and experiences and we have to learn how to connect with people on that level. But you build a business one-on-one having these little conversations along the way. And here's the beautiful part about this. If you can put together a system to help you market in a way that it doesn't become a full-time job for you, it gives you more time. And, And listen, sometimes, okay, here's a, crazy idea. Sometimes that's understanding that less is more. See, there's this, this drives me crazy. This is such a scarcity-based mindset. There's this belief out there today that we have to be everywhere all the time. Like if a new social media platform pops up, we got to be there. We got to be on TikTok. We got to be on Instagram, right? And on Instagram, we got to do reels. We got to do stories. We got to do feed posts. We got to do lives. We can't forget about Facebook. Got to do Facebook lives. Oh, got to be on LinkedIn. Got to be on Clubhouse. Like we hold this limiting belief that we have to be be everywhere. And by the way, that's scarcity thinking. Here's the truth of it. Your belief that you have to be everywhere, all that winds up having you do is spread yourself way too thin You don't have any focus and you wind up being like just okay in a bunch of places instead of really good in one or two. And the other part of it is this your desire to try to be everywhere, most of which, most of what you're doing is very ineffective. I bet you if you looked at your, Your activities on social media, there's only one or two things you're doing that are yielding you the best results. Maybe it's reels for you. Maybe it's stories. Maybe it's Facebook Live. I don't know what it is, but there's probably only a couple of things that you're doing that are helping you create most of your results. So why not focus more time and attention on doing those things exceptionally well? Forget about the other stuff. Create more time for you to actually go out and actively prospect and create opportunities and cultivate opportunities for your business. Look, I'll share with you my own personal experience. I don't really post on Facebook anymore. Like I don't, straight out, I don't post on Facebook. Now, now I, when it comes to my profile and my business page. Now, we have Facebook groups for our students, so I'm on Facebook, and I am posting in the groups. But I'm talking about, like, outside of our private groups, our paid students, I don't create content on Facebook, barely at all. Now I'm, not, now, I'm not saying Facebook's not a good opportunity for you. I'm just saying I made a conscious decision that I want to focus my time and attention elsewhere. Most of my attention is on Instagram and Clubhouse. Those are the two social platforms right now that I spend almost all my time on. And guess what's interesting? Here's what's so interesting. This year, our business, we've already exceeded our entire revenue from last year. We've already exceeded it this year. We're on pace to double our revenue this year. Now, how could that be, Bob? How could you do less? Well, here's the thing. Doing less allowed me to focus more on what I was doing and doing it at a higher level. And it allowed me to free up time to work on other more important things, working on my business instead of in my business, thinking down the road, what are the opportunities for us? What are you know, being more proactive in terms of reaching out to our students and finding out how can we do better? How can we help you get the results you want easier, faster of of having one-on-one conversations with other people in this, in our community that could become students of ours. It freed my time up to be able to think and take more proactive action to create better opportunities for us. And I'm trying to make the argument for you. Are you doing enough of those things? You know, that's something that I would really challenge you to think about. Let go of these limiting beliefs that you have around what you think you need to do to be successful. I'm not saying marketing isn't important. It is important. It is one of the five freedom systems that we teach. But you must learn how to approach marketing in a systematic way with focus and clarity on what are the most important things so it doesn't become a full-time job for you because I want you to clear up more time to start working on your business instead of in it. That means implementing systems and that means actually thinking about the future and where you're headed, right? That's the job of a leader to think about where you're taking your team, where you're taking your business. Most of you don't even have time to think because you're so caught up in doing all the time. But here's the beauty of this. Do less better and create more time for yourself to proactively reach out. Maybe that means not doing a live every single day. Maybe that means going to two to three days a week so you can have other days that you can focus simply on capitalizing on the opportunities that come from your content. What is the ratio that you are using? Are you just planting seeds or are you, because planting seeds alone, if you don't water them, if you don't cultivate them through these one-on-one interactions, it's not gonna reap the harvest that you want. Because at the end of the day, let's be real about why this happens for most of you. For most of you, we focus the majority of our time on marketing because that's what feels more comfortable and easy to us. And I get it, like doing things like lives, are it's a scary thing. But at some point, we can get over that. And creating content and marketing, attraction marketing, all that thing, like for some of you, I'm going to call you out, it's really like you hiding behind your computer. It feels safe to you. You've gotten over your fear of doing it, and you've tricked yourself into thinking if you just do it enough, it'll build you a business because somebody told you that. But let's be real. It's all driven by fear. It's a diversion tactic. It's you being afraid to put yourself out there and have real, meaningful conversations with people. See, that's what I got to with my one of our students when I started really digging deeper and deeper. What I found out was she wasn't doing those things because she was afraid to be vulnerable and put herself out there. And have a one-on-one conversation because what if someone says no to her? If somebody just doesn't reach out to her, okay, she can get over that. But when we start putting ourselves out there, when we start facing our fears and offering ourselves and our products, sometimes that feels scary. And that's what happens. We choose marketing and we spend all of our time doing this because we're afraid of the other side of things. And all I'm trying to tell you is this, is the fact that you fear it should be a sign. See, we don't grow through things that are comfortable to us. We only grow and become better when we can face our fears and follow that path. There's a reason why you're afraid of it, because it's something that's stretching you outside of your comfort zone. And when we stretch outside of our comfort zone and we do things that we've never done, that's when we grow. But that's where transformation lies. So that's where I want to call some of you out. I want you to be really clear on why you might be doing that. And this is the other part of it. This is also the reason why people, all, everybody wants to focus on cold market instead of warm market. So they, you know, they they talk to a handful of people they know, and then they go right to attraction marketing, cold market, cold messaging, because in their mind, it's less scary for someone they don't know to reject them than it is someone they do know. So we create a red light story into thinking that like our people just don't want to do it. You know, let me go, you know, like prejudging. Let me go find other people. But really what we don't understand is our desire to go find strangers is a safer place for us to be rejected. Because when a stranger rejects us, it doesn't hurt as much because they don't know us. But when our family members or our friends or people that we know, that know us, when they say no to us, that stings. Now, why do we do that? Because we're stuck in a red light core story and we make every failure mean something less about us. But it's more meaningful when we know that people know us. See, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to open your eyes to some of these patterns that are driving you to do more of this stuff. But at the end of the day, here's what I want you to realize. You'll never passively build a business that gives you freedom. You'll never market your way to freedom in this profession. Things like marketing, content, that's a job. You got to keep showing up. You got to keep doing it. Not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm saying you should do it in the right proportion. There's lots of other things you should be focusing your time and attention on on the back end. You need to grow yourself more as a leader in your business, and the only way we grow is by following our fears. So follow your fears. Do the things that are scaring you. Do more prospecting. Have more one-on-one interactions. Take the time. Slow down and take the time to connect with people to find out if they're even a prospect for you. And I know that's scary, and I know it feels uh, you know, uncertain, but, but, but that's the whole point right? Nobody. If anybody ever told you it's going to be easy to build a business, they lied to you. It's not going to be easy. It is simple because the plan's right there, but it's going to force you to face your fears. It's going to force you to grow, stretch yourself, but that's a good thing. This is one of the greatest gifts that this profession has to offer us, but I want you to be really honest with yourself. How much time are you spending on these two things, marketing versus prospecting? If I had to say, I, you know, if you're in the early stages of building your business, you should be spending 70% of your time prospecting 30% of your time at most marketing 20 to 30%. 70 to think about that. 70 to 80% of your time throughout the course of a day should be spent Having one on one interactions, conversations with people proactively that you're not waiting for them to message you, you are messaging them. That's how you build a business. That's the grind. That's the daily thing that you've got to do to create opportunities. And not all of these opportunities are going to bear fruit the first conversation you have with people. But this is where the focus should be. Now, as your business grows, you become more successful. You've earned the right to do a little bit more marketing. You can afford to do that. But in the beginning, it's got to really be on the other side of the equation. So that's my message to you today. Just think about, are you do, are you focusing on the right things? Are you doing enough of those other stuff that's going to help create the opportunities to build your business? And I bet you if you're struggling, you're honest with yourself, it really is all driven by fear and uncertainty, but recognize you got to get past that. So that's the message here today. I hope you got some value out of today's show. And... Um, I'll see you soon on the next episode, so take care.